This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Join Pastor Trevor Banks and On to Perfection at 7.45 a.m. Monday through Friday right here on WCNO. Westable England, a WCNO corporate underwriter, has the best in equestrian and western wear from head to toe for both horse and rider. They are your Wrangler, Pro Rodeo, and Horseman headquarters with an expanded woman's department. Also an expanded boot department with Georgia, Justin, and Wolverine boots. Westable England is located in the Bruner Plaza, 650 Southeast Monterey Road, halfway between US-1 and Canner Highway. Westable England. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. The third century apostles didn't have a Bible, so the word was spoken until it could be written. How I many know they had to speak it before they could write it? And now that it's been written, we can keep on speaking it because we got a copy of it. Come on now. We've got the word. Are you with me? David said, here's how all the heroes of the Bible operated. We believed it, and then we spoke it. We believed it first, and then we spoke it. And watch this. How many say, somebody say the Logos word. The Logos word wraps up all the intentions of God. In other words, it's the beginning in the beginning was the Word, the Logos of God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In other words, everything that Isaiah talked about, Jesus is. Everything he put down on paper, Jesus is. Can I go a little bit deeper with you this morning? We got time. When Jesus got here, what did he say? He said, all that the law and all that the prophets have taught, I am. He was the Word, baby. He was the Word. He was the fulfillment of the law and the prophet. So everything that Moses wrote on the tablets of stone, everything that he got on the mountain, everything out of the voice of God, everything that Isaiah prophesied, everything that Hosea prophesied, everything that Jeremiah prophesied, he said all of the law, all of the prophets have spoken of me. In other words, I am the eternity, the entirety of all that God has ever put down in previous time. I'm it. I am. Hebrews chapter 1 says God spoke to us through the law. He spoke to us through the prophets. But now he speaks to us through his son. That's why we got to put on Jesus. I said this a couple weeks ago. People say, well, I ain't putting. I don't put on. I'm real. I'm raw. I tell you how it is. You better put on Jesus. You're too raw. Are you with me? I mean, no, God doesn't talk in the law anymore. It's not about the Ten Commandments. It's about the commandment. It's about the Lord of glory. Come on. He said the whole law is summarized in two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. He summarized it. He put it all together, and then he put it in our hearts. Amen. I mean, if you do those two things, ladies and gentlemen, you won't break any of the Ten Commandments. Because if you love God and love your neighbor, you won't sleep with your neighbor's life. You won't try to covet their BMW and steal it. And look at it and go, God, I wish I had that BMW. Uh -huh. 
It's God. He's speaking to us through His Son. Jesus has become everything to us that God had intended. So in the Word, it's not just letters and words that are on white pages and the ones that are in red. Somebody say the Word. In the Word, it's God's intentions. It's God's thoughts. It's God's ideas about us, about you. It's what God feels about you. It's what God thinks about you. It's what God has promised for you. And He put it all right there for us to have it. And He wrapped it up in this book about how He loves us and how He feels about us. And once you know it, then you've got to believe it. And once you believe it, watch this, you've got to speak it. You've got to get your speaker on. Amen? Come on, this is getting good. How many know in Romans chapter 10, 10, it says, For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. In other words, when you believe, you put yourself in a right standing with God. When you believe in Jesus, when you believe that you're saved, when you get in faith and understand that God gave His life for you, then you become righteous. It's not nothing else. It's your faith. It's not what you do. It's not how you perform. It's not how you dress. It's not how you talk. It's not how you act. It's how you believe. Hallelujah. He says, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And watch this. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. How do I become righteous? How I many if I'm going to receive anything from God, i got to be in a right standing with God. Righteousness means a right standing. I have a right standing with Him. If I'm going to receive anything from God, I've got to be in a righteous position. Come on, talk to me, somebody. How do I become righteous? It ain't about what I wear. Huh? It ain't how long my hair is or how many tattoos I got. It's not how much makeup I wear. Come on now. Or put makeup on, take makeup off, wear earrings, don't wear earrings. It's not whether or not I go to the movies. It's not whether or not I play poker. Come on. That's not how I become righteous. I become righteous by believing that what God has done through Jesus' Son is sufficient to satisfy the penalty for all my sin. It's in my heart if I believe it. And now because I believe that what He said His Son did for me is true, in Him I am accepted and I am the beloved. Because I believe. And when I believe that, all my filthy rags and all my dysfunction and all my everything becomes righteousness. Am I helping anybody today? All right, hold on to your seat. I ain't got time to go real deep with you this morning, but, but I want to give you something. You can do nothing. Whew. Hope you're ready for this. You can do nothing. To make yourself more acceptable to God. Nothing. Now I know there's probably 10,000 churches across America telling you what you've got to do to be a Christian this morning. But I just want to declare to you, you can do nothing. Come on now. To make yourself more righteous before God. See, if we don't understand faith, we'll miss this. We won't get it. And we'll live the rest of our life trying to please God by how we act and what we say and what we do. There's nothing you can do to make yourself more acceptable to God. Nothing. Come on now. You don't even pray to get God to do something. Did you hear me? 
I said, you don't even pray to get God to do something. What are you saying, Pastor? Watch this. If my prayers can make God do something, then I've manipulated God. If all I've got to do is get down on my knees and beg and plead and command and demand God to do something and he does it, then I'm nothing more than a manipulator. I don't pray to get God to do something. I pray to find out what God has already done. And I pray to find out how to align myself with what he's already purposed for my life, with the plan that he's already designed for me. I pray so I can understand. Hmm? That's why I pray. You say, well, I'm going to fast so I can get the power. Hmm? We're going to meet together and we're going to fast and pray for five days for revival. Do you think God's going to move because you're fasting and praying? No. The Spirit of God's going to manifest because you got your heart right for five days. Because you crucified the flesh for five days and you stopped thinking about everything going on around you and started focusing on God. You cannot get any more power than what was released from God when He raised Jesus from the dead 2,000 years ago. He already did it. Amen? That's what Ephesians chapter 1 says. It says there's no more power to be had than the power that's already been released and demonstrated. It's already been coming towards you. It's already been placed in you. So you can fast and you won't get any more power. Why do we fast then? We fast to focus our life. We fast to focus so that our attention can get back on the things of the Spirit and get off of the things of the flesh so that we can focus on the things of the Spirit and get out of the battleground of the soul. We fast to renew our mind. We fast to put down the flesh. We fast to tell ourselves, shut up. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror sometimes in the morning and go, shut up. You ain't living righteous. I think some of us just need to tell ourselves to shut up. I'm not saying we don't pray and I'm not saying we don't fast. But we don't do those things to earn God's blessing. That's not why we pray and fast. Because everything God has comes by His grace. We believe and we receive. I believe that he paid the price for my sins, so I am righteous. I believe that he made me accepted, so I'm accepted. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you think I'm accepted or not. He accepted me. Amen. I'm accepted and I am the beloved. No matter how ugly and nasty I get sometimes. I'm accepted and I'm beloved. And guess what? So are you. It's not based on your successes or your failures. And you know, some of us ought to really thank God that it's not based on some of our failures because we have made a mess out of some things sometimes, haven't we? Hmm? I'm holy because he's holy. And he said, I'm holy. I'm holy under righteousness because he said I was. Amen? He said that I'm sanctified. So guess what? I believe unto him to righteousness. And watch this. In my mouth I make confession. Watch this. Come on, this is good. Unto this, unto my salvation. Hmm? I made confession unto salvation. You say, well, what does that mean? Everybody say salvation. salvation. I mean, no, salvation is not just going to heaven when you die. I know we get taught that. Just as I am without one plea. And then we get up from the altar and go, I'm going to heaven. I got saved. I mean, no, it's more than that. Yes. Come on, it's more than that. Somebody say it's more than that. And what we've done in the church is we just reduce salvation to come to Jesus and go to heaven when you die. 
So we've got millions and millions of people going, I come to Jesus, so I'm going to heaven. Huh? Let's go party. Huh? Salvation in the Greek is the word zozo. Somebody say zozo. I mean, that's an all-inclusive word. It means God has provided everything that you will ever need to be a completely fulfilled person in this life and the next. Come on, it's abundant life now. Salvation includes your marriage being whole. Whew. Salvation includes your finances prospering. Salvation includes your body being healed. It means your job is a blessing. It means your family is a blessing. It means the people that God put in your life, He put them there for you to be a blessing. That's what salvation means. It's not just praying a sinner's prayer and holding on until you die and then getting the benefits when you get to heaven. He said, no, 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 no. He said in the natural world, in order to get your inheritance, come on now. Somebody has to die. You have, you have to, somebody has to die in order for you to get inheritance. But in this life, Jesus already died, so receive your inheritance. Huh? I mean, no, you don't have to die to get your inheritance. When you die, somebody else gets your inheritance. Jesus already died. So receive your inheritance by faith. Now faith. Come on, somebody shout, I'm blessed. So you don't have to die to get your stuff. You already got your stuff. He died for you. Amen. You can get your stuff while you're still alive. You can get your blessing right now. If you learn how to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and you can be in the right place, come on. It brings salvation into your life right now. Somebody say, it's a blessed life. Hmm? I bring heaven's resources unto salvation. I bring them into my life now by the words that come out of my mouth. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555.